Blog Talk Radio. hearing me clear i hear you loud and clear okay okay because you know i'm in my i'm in my little studio and stuff and my wife then came down here and uh turned some things on and it, i think i'm hearing a lot of little <laughs> background feedback but it's it's all good it's all good but like i said we yeah, we want to uh welcome everybody to the fat cat show like i said before um share the post um we we're looking for um success and people to come to um to talk with us tonight on on various little issues and topics and um you know if you want to call in or comment on any of these uh topics that are being discussed tonight that number is 646-564-9728 and you can press that one if you want to uh, comment and also like i said you can catch us on our various platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer. Uh, you can go to Twitter and watch us, uh, uh, Periscope, all the above platforms and show your love. And, um, and you know, it would be greatly appreciated. But, you know, we always start things off um, like we do with um, birthdays. And we want to send a shout-out to – everybody uh with birthdays um that are celebrating because it's always good to be in the land of the living so um i looked on here and i I noticed that uh, a lot of people that i know are on here you know a lot of them are are, i don't know you personally but your birthday came across my uh, timeline so i still want to give um recognition to you also but i want to say happy birthday to um my my boy uh kevin kidd and uh, uh, uh my cousin in chicago abraham friend and um the wife of my one of my good friends uh angel rembert um we just want to say happy birthday and and good to see you on this side once again amen but just like we have life we have death and on um, the Fat Cat Show wants to send our heartfelt condolences out to those who who lost people. Of course, you know, we in this mm-hmm. COVID season, you know, and a lot of people are coping with death. And uh, it's never an easy thing, but we got to remember that Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in 
Amen. So we we definitely uh, our hearts go out to um, to all the families that are that are suffering and uh, at this time and all that, and just know that uh, God will will never leave you or forsake you at this time. And um, I have personally uh, suffered a loss um, this week, um, losing one of my cousins, my mother's first cousin. Uh, oh wow! His, his name is Ronnie Jones, and um, we just—I just want to keep my family prayed up, and um, and I'm praying for your family also. So, just a moment of silence. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. Amen. Once again, uh, before we get into our main main little titles and stuff like um, topics and stuff like that, what do you think about the NBA final, man? Oh man, the NBA finals to me is uh, reminds me of when I used to go as a kid to watch the uh, Harlem Globetrotters play the Washington <laughs> Generals. You know, it's, it's it's just entertainment. That's all it is. Yeah, no competition. Yeah. It's just entertainment. Don't don't it seem you know, like this whole? It just seems like it's staged now. Yes, yes. This whole bubble thing is it's just entertainment. It, it wasn't a real uh, competition, and right. it's been pretty much they they're, they're handing uh, LeBron James everything. You know, I mean, but I get yeah. tired of seeing his uh, manufactured super teams anyway. Let me ask you this. He win this title. This would be his what? His fifth, fifth. What is it? Fifth? I think it's be his fourth. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. He had, he had what? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. He had. Didn't he have three with Miami? He no. Three. He's got two with Miami. One with Cleveland. Okay. One with. Okay. Okay. Ah man, where was I at? I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking different. Do you think this will put him? Submit him? Up there with the greats, you know. I, we know he a Hall of Famer, but do you think this? Yeah, you should put him in a conversation with Jordan. Uh, well, they, people have always put him in the conversation with Jordan, but he is nowhere near uh, the goat. He, uh, if you look at Jordan's stats and everything he's done, uh, Jordan is definitely the goat of uh, basketball. You have to look okay. at, and I say that. In reference to actually reference to uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but mm-hmm. Kareem and uh, uh, those guys were centers. You know, they weren't. Mm-hmm. They didn't bring the excitement and everything to the uh, the game. Right. You know? uh, like like Jordan did. Jordan changed the whole game when he came there. He brought he brought life back into the NBA. And mm-hmm. the other thing too, back then too, I just imagine. I put. I told people this the other day. You know, in Jordan's last year, he was averaging over 20 points mm-hmm. and playing 82 minutes a game mm-hmm. for the Washington Generals. Mm-hmm. The I mean, the Washington uh, Wizards. Yeah. And just think if he had a win and took that kind of talent to any other team in the NBA, a contender, that would have yeah. put him on the theme for a championship. He never, yeah. he never went ring chasing. And right, just think right, if he had right. recruited others to come to his team, such as a Patrick uh, Ewing, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Reggie Miller, you yeah. know, imagine the super team they could have put together. Right, uh, uh, right. Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, Scottie Pippen, and uh, Michael Jordan. Imagine that right. right now. Right. So, no, I don't, I don't really – everything that LeBron does now, he had to put an asterisk behind it because right. he's getting guys on there such as uh, Dwight Howard. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. You know, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis had his own team in New Orleans. Right, right. You, you know, know what? these guys don't want to build anything. It's just right. they, they're millennials, man. They want instant gratification. Right, right. And I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, Jordan always said, I didn't want to play with the best. I wanted to play against the best. It exactly, me. man. So it, 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 and that's that how was, they all felt. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. you got you to gotta take your hats off to that. So anyway, yeah. we want we we want to get into um uh one of our little subtopics for today and I think this is one of your favorite uh guys to talk about Donald Trump. Did you catch that debate? 
<laughs> you know what? That that debate. The only thing that was missing from that debate was uh, Don King. They had a debate in Cleveland anyway because Don King would have been perfect to be there because it reminded me of pre-fight hype. Yes. You know, yes. the guys making all that noise before the fight. Uh, that's what it looked like. There was nothing presidential about Trump. He looked like mm-hmm. a guy that was hyping it up from mm-hmm. the ring to match to sell some tickets. That was it. Right. Yeah. Like the the pregame fight. Pre-game, yeah. Yes. You know, what they call them, uh, oh, the, the, oh, what do they call it? The weigh-ins and stuff like that. Yeah, that was it. Right. The announcement of the fights and stuff like that. So, yeah, it did seem like that because uh, Chris Wallace didn't have no control over it. You know what I'm saying? He no. didn't control it. But then again, when I when I look at it, when I look at things like that, the the you know the debates or anything any of these clowns say, you know, I always mm-hmm. it, it just it just make you think of wrestling. You know, uh, Hulk right. Hogan. Exactly. Hulk Hogan. Well, you know, Mean Gene. You know, it's just it, because you know it's fake. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do. It has nothing to do. Of all the doggone, how many years this this system of government existed, and none of it was ever ever about the black agenda. So it don't have nothing. Exactly. I just I just never get serious about it because we know that they are just puppets with strings being pulled, and and they working for the same team, and they act like they hate each other, and and you know right after that they probably got went and got a beer somewhere, and you know. And just mm-hmm. laugh at mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it it it, it just mm-hmm. don't make no sense to me. What do you think? What do you think about this Corona thing with 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 uh president the president? My belief on that is uh, it could go three ways. Uh, number one, it could be fake, and mm-hmm. then because they already put it on there that he's supposedly taking some experimental drug, so it's fake. And they'll come out with this saying that he took an experimental drug and it cured him. So now everybody, let's go. Let's go. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go get this experimental drug. Trump has endorsed it. And they think that'll put him over the thing for the uh, for the uh, election. Number mm-hmm. two, uh, it could be fake. And it's just his way of getting out of all the debates. Yes. You know? Yes. I can't do any debates no more because it's too close to the election. I want to take it easy and, and recuperate mm-hmm. from this. No more debates. And mm-hmm. the third one, I believe, is that because uh, I believe that Biden is going into office, and I believe that once Trump leaves office, the powers that be who actually run this country are not going to allow him to write a book, not going to allow him to run his mouth, anything such as that. I think he's going to disappear. Wow. Uh, and I think this may be, maybe they decided to do it now as opposed to wait till later. Who knows? So <laughs> right. I can say is on this. Let's let's stay tuned to see which way it actually goes. Yeah, he, he he's. I can't even describe a word, you know, a word for him. You mm-hmm. every time every time you think you think of him, when you think of Donald Trump, what words come to mind? Uh, anything but the truth. <laughs> He's a, I, I, the thing that really comes to mind is a megalomaniac. Only yeah. believes in himself. Anything for himself. And, and you know what? I, I say this: the major word for me when I think of Donald Trump is dangerous, because yes. any person, any person that can can be full of nonsense and ignorance, and they have and they have a large following. That's willing to be yes. ignorant right with them. That's a dangerous mm-hmm. person. That is a dangerous person, especially he spewing. Did you catch the um the part of the debate where he accused where you know he got in got you know he's always been indignant about the mail in ballots and um mm-hmm. and where he said that they've been finding mail in ballots with his name on it in creeks and and oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, it, 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 man, that would have been all over the news. I'm like, show me one then. Show us yeah, one. That, That's what I was yeah. saying. Show us yeah. show us one. Hold it up to the camera. 
Right. And that's what Biden said. See, the, th- the thing that just really get me where I was really done with, um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I'm one of the ones I haven't, I vote in the local elections, but the presidential, the last election I voted in was the, was Obama. You know, okay. I, and that, that was the last one I voted in. But before then, I had lost faith way back when Bush stole the election. I lost mm-hmm. faith way yeah. back The then. hanging you chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I lost faith in it big time because I'm, I'm sick and tired of people, especially, you know, African-Americans. And we keep saying, mm-hmm. well, we got to keep voting until we get the right person. We got to keep voting right. until we get the right person. I mean, we keep saying the same song and dance each year, you know, each year, year after year, year after year, and the same thing keeps happening. We're mm-hmm. we're overlooked. We're overlooked, and it's just, and you know it's tiring. And like I said, the biggest slap in the face was that we got quote unquote the Black Messiah in into the White House, and still nothing uh, transpired in in our favor. The, the, the thing, right. you know, it was more, it was more about pushing the agenda of gay rights, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, my my thing is this, you know, um, it, I don't I don't hate gay people, you know, I just mm-hmm. don't, I'm, I just don't um, subscribe to you know, homosexuality and stuff like that, but uh, you know, to right. each other, that's what you do, you know, you have to answer for that. For that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. see, I don't personally. I don't, you know, I don't. Uh, but I love everybody. You know, that's what the, right. that's what God told me to do is love everybody. You know, and pray for those. Mm-hmm. So, but you know that that's one of the things that's re- that really kind of like um, ruffle my feathers with that. I don't, you know, I don't, I really don't, you know, get into debates. I saw somebody on Facebook the other day, and they was like, it doesn't make no sense. That you wouldn't get out here and vote, and this, and I'm pretty sure if our forefathers were still living, and they seen the condition in the state of which uh, America is still operating, that they would be like, uh-huh. "This has to be something different." You right. know, because think about it. At that time, when Martin Luther King, when Martin Luther King uh, was was you know doing his thing with when the Civil rights movement was come. That was something different at the time. So you know right. what I'm saying. Right. Nobody before then, you know, people wasn't bucking the system like that. So that was something. No, different. not at all. So now, if you if you fast forward, if what King would have been what ninety something today, he would have probably even right. raised somebody. Somebody knew he would have been telling them, "Hey." It's time to do something different. We, we, right, you know, right. we, we, we tired of this. It's time to do something. But then mm-hmm. again, they knocked off all the Fred Hamptons, the, you know what I'm saying? All the Fred yeah, Hamptons. They, they, yeah, that, and that, that instilled fear. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely, you know, we, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm personally, you know, I'm, I'm tired of seeing Trump's face, but I know the face don't matter because, you know, the the same attitude is gonna get into the White House regardless if it's Trump, Biden, shoot, it could be Adolf Hitler. You know, all of it is, is still the same. It's still gonna be the same thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, why should I mean I don't know personally, you know, I don't knock people that vote. You know, if that's what you, if that's what you believe you're doing your civic duty to try to change things, then hey. You know, just go on and do it. But with me, you know, mm-hmm. don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I just respect, want people to respect how, you know, other people feel towards the voting process. A lot of people just, they are so dumb, you know, dumbfounded by this process and why, you know, people still believe that, you know, a vote, voting for somebody that's almost 80 years old is going to change things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I vote I vote like I said I vote in the local elections, but I think you know um, that even even though we know now that we really don't vote the president in, you know right what what, what, um, what Trump didn't have the 
popular vote let, the last time. Remember no. I, that in that electoral college w- got him in there, and we right. don't even know. So it's people. like, no, it's like no matter what you do, the fix is in. <laughs> he said the fix is in. Yeah, because we don't. We yeah, don't because even, even if you you if all the people vote for this person, then they if the majority of the people vote for this person, they can say, well, the electoral college electoral college says this person is going in, and right. that's what they that's what they did. So. But basically, I will say this much, though. But what voting does allow you to do is to legitimately have a voice. Because then that's the first thing people will challenge you on. Did you vote? And once you say, oh, no, I didn't vote, what do you – you didn't make your – you didn't even put yourself in a seat at the table, per se. You You know. So even if it's just a formality. I would say still do it because that allows you to legitimately have a voice. You you know what you know what I kind of I kind of look at it as, and I I respect mm-hmm. that opinion. But you know what I kind of look at it as. I think voting is a survey to see if you still mm-hmm. buy into the bull crap going on. You know, yeah. I think the survey because think of how they they surveying us now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're surveying mm-hmm. you to death. People buy a product. Uh, can you fill out this survey? You go do something. Can you fill out this survey? And they trying to see how you think. They trying to see how you operate. You can't even search online now for you might be you might look up. Um, man, I need a new printer. Let me look up that new printer. Then next thing you know, you getting all kinds of ads. Even on Facebook or wherever you go, they right, don't put right, cookie, right. cookies in, you know, to see it with, oh, he like printers, electronics. Let's let's flood them mm-hmm. now with, with this stuff. And I think voting is that to see if, okay, okay, he still believes in our system of bull crap. Um, you know, even though he don't, he, even though, because they, they just keep doing things that show you that, hey, uh, we we don't care about you. We don't we don't care mm-hmm. what you gonna do about it. You we, we too powerful for you to stop. We know y'all not gonna get together and do anything about it. So so, so basically nah 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 nah. I got the upper hand. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I kind of like look at it. But I, like I said personally, I'm tired of seeing the orange man. I'm tired of it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just I'm just tired of you know what happened to um. Uh, 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 power for the people, you know. We just, right. you know, I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Cause I just, I, I just had enough of this, you know. And I, I know a lot of mm-hmm. the uh, one of the most disappointing things for me, and I know it's not Obama's fault. I know he, he's a, um, he was a puppet too in this game. But right. one of the disappointing facts to me is that. My grandfather lived to see a black president get into office, but uh-huh. he, he didn't get to see that man stand strong for, you know, really right. do things like what black rights and stuff like that. So it was kind of like uh-huh. it's kind of like the um, the hungry kid wanting something to eat and the bully is standing over holding his food over his mouth and snatching it back. Every time he tries oh, to take yeah, them, you know, so that, right. that that's one of the things that, that kind of got me. Wait, we got six more minutes. So I'm gonna bring this this little topic up before um, we get into uh, our main uh, topic. Now, man caves. Okay. Um, personally, do you do you have a man cave? Yeah, I do. I I have my uh, area in my. Uh basement my finished basement okay okay so so what what are what are some of the do i i know me and certain men got things for they man cave you know some people some people are you know keep it sports like some people make their their basement studios some people make their uh-huh. the, you know some men make theirs you know theaters or things like that do you have a certain theme or something for your man cave? Um, my 
the funny thing is, mine is like a combination of office and uh, my uh, area where I chill and watch sports at. Oh, okay, okay. So, so the it's just basically it's just my little area where I just go to uh, my own area, I guess you would say. Right, 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 right. Uh, so, so what is? Do you have anything special like with your man cave that you? That like like a sports memorabilia or you know something like that that you you kind of like like yeah I got this and you know my this separates my my man cave for anybody else's. Well, what I what I do have is a uh, actual Chicago Bulls uh, chair uh, from the old uh, Chicago Bulls stadium when Jordan wow. was playing. Are you serious? Did you no, get it? Yep, get it, get it autographed? No, it ain't autographed. I, I was trying to get his, but I, I didn't get that one. It's not autographed, but I do have that one. I do have one that was actually wow. set on on the side on the floor. Wow! Did so? You were you a Chicago Bulls fan? Oh, back there. Oh yeah, yes indeed. I actually no, went okay. to the stadium before they were closing it down. That's how I got this chair. I was able to go there and uh, buy, buy the chair. See, I'm kind of my mine is kind of like you. I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'm I'm, I'm kind of like dip. It's like different type things, you know. It's you know, of course, with both of us like being ministers, you know. I do my studying down here. I, I do my podcast. It's a studio, and then you know, I got a t-shirt maker and stuff down here, and. You know, it's just all kinds of, you know, multi-purpose mm-hmm. pancakes, you know. And then every once in a while, my my wife will violate, violate with the washing and, you know, with the washing <laughs> ah, and right, stuff right. like that. So, you know, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, uh, treat it. So I'm going to ask this right quick. And any women that might be out there watching, the man has the basement as a man cave. What is the woman cave? in the house what is the woman cave you know i know just generally speaking with me my wife always has the living room dining room you know they she makes that part up you know what i'm saying she always want to be like hey hey, don't touch it and generally the bathroom you know my wife she she you know put her little vases and and you know candles and whatever she needs to you know doing there and okay. different kind of things like that. So what would you say is people that are listening, our women audience, what is the woman cave for y'all in, in your house? And if you want to answer that, we got, we got, uh, I'm going to give five minutes before, you know, we get into our main topic. Uh, if you want to call and comment on that, that number is 646-564-9728. And press that one. If you want to comment, what is the woman cave of the house? You know, I think my wife, she really generally don't, you know, women, they really don't like to go in the basements, you know, because usually the basement parts are where sometimes you get them spiders, you know, the spiders mm-hmm. right, the right. and stuff like that. And, you know, by this being like an older style house, you know, and the, the, mm-hmm. the brick. You know, you might see the centerpiece, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, you know, my wife like, oh, I ain't chilling down there. So, but, right, but it, right. gives me, it gives me that, that serenity to chill. Like, and the kids don't won't even come down here and um, and bother me uh, most of the time. I hear my daughter a lot, daddy in the basement. I'm not going down there. No, so I'm right, just, right. So that kind of give me that 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 serenity. So uh, I don't know. Um, uh, if anybody uh, calling in, what would you, what do you think would be the women's uh, man cave or the house? Hmm. Well, I, I uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of an area that I, I've seen. Let's see. Hmm. A lot of time, I, I agree with you. A lot of time, it's the living room. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I've seen. Where some oh some women take another room 
like they got a bonus room, anything like that. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. where they'll be doing their sewing and stuff like that. Their creativity. I know my aunt yeah. did that. Yeah. And that's the thing I don't think you will see in this generation of women now. You know, the, the mm-hmm. sewers are gone now. You know, you will have, you rarely see people, uh, uh, the, the man rips his pants, that has rips it, and the kids rip the clothes, and mothers be like, well, bring it on here, baby. Let me sew, that, sew this, uh, your pants up and stuff like that. They'd be like, oh, we, they, right. we'd rather buy you some pants than, than you know, than, than that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, so definitely we um but shout out to those those women that still sew and shout out shout out to the men that have uh marvelous men caves and, and to the women that they can find their area in the house. All right. But anyway, yeah. we, we wanna we wanna get to our um our main topic of today and I this one I don't know, I just I just kinda like pulled this out of the rat, the hat. This this topic out of the hat, and it made me think about it. You know, just what everything going on, and it just seemed like you know life is changing as we knew as we know knew, and it's like now you know we 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 have a lot of time to just think and contemplate. So right now the the topic is your happiest moment, saddest, and your greatest achievement and failure. Um. You know, I thought about that a lot. I just think about just starting um, off from the beginning of my life, and I now we now I know when I when I think about you know my experiences and my journeys through life and and what could have happened in my life, and I understand now that you know when when the word says that that the steps of the righteous have been ordered, already ordered. Uh-huh. And I and I realized, you know, um, even though I would, I would say uh, one of the happiest moments in my life was when, you know, when I was married, when I got, when I got married and I had kids. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, Right in the same thing as when I found God again. Uh-huh. You know, I never lost him, but I, I when I found, uh-huh. I gave my life back, and I think that that was one of because now I just got this 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 peace that I can't even explain. You know what I'm saying? It's like the things that I used to get mad at and and all that it don't affect me like that no more. You know, right, fact, right. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I used to be so impatient. I used to be so impatient, uh, minister, that um, I went to um, the other day, for instance, I was on the phone with my wife. I was coming back from my dad's house. And uh, my wife mm-hmm. was like, and it was around lunchtime. You know, the kids are at home doing, you know, the homeschool, you know. that. Oh, yeah, right, right. So it was getting close to lunchtime. So my wife was like, well, honey, since you are, why don't you pick up some McDonald's? You know, pick us up some McDonald's, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I goes into the McDonald's. I mean, minister, this line was packed. So I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. And I, I don't feel like going nowhere else, you know, because I'm close to the house. So I'm standing there in right. line. I'm just like, I mean, it's like, you know, and what make it difficult is they got two lines and, and then just still you got to not only try to get up to your order, but you got to merge in that line. You know, it, it, you can't yes. get you can't get to the speaker because somebody's still waiting to go around the corner. So it's like, right, right. Uh, so I'm sitting there, and then uh, I get to the to the speaker, the you know, to order, and it's a young lady that can't get my order right for nothing. And she just yep. makes the order up, and I gotta keep explaining it. And she's and she like, oh, um, it, it was it was almost uh, equivalent to Lauren Hardy, Abbott and Costello, you know, <laughs> who's going first? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who's going first? What's on second? Yeah, oh, you so you know what I'm talking about. So it was, it was yes, equivalent. Yes. It, it was equivalent to one of those moments. So my wife is on the phone, and she like. 
oh my God, she can't, she don't understand what you're saying. It's plain and simple. So, uh huh. So I, you know, I finally was able to, you know, order the food. Then I get to the window, and um, and so it was, it was kind of like I gave her the card. And she swiped my card for half the amount of the order. Okay. Yeah, and so she was like, I got to swipe your card again because I only swiped it for half the order. I said, no, I don't want to double swipe on my cards. So I said, mm-hmm. I gave her I gave her some cash for the remaining right. balance. You know, I don't want to double swipe on my card. Because, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, with your bank institutions, they'll see that type of transaction. They'll shut your card off. So I just gave her some right. money. Then I gets up, gets up to the window to get the food, and the order is wrong. Oh, man. And so, you know, and then I'm telling the girl, I'm trying to explain to her that I had a, a large this and a small that and a medium this. And, right. you know, and it's just like having yeah. got stuff all over again. So by the time I got I know, out, right? so by the time I got out, I had a headache and you know and all this going home and I'm all restless and stuff like that. So it, it just you know, so I'm I'm just seeing that one of my greatest greatest uh, gifts is finding the Lord and just being able to mm-hmm. you know being able to just have a peace that that I can't that I can't explain. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just one. Right, it's one of those things, and you know, and I, I have to say that my my saddest moment would have to be, you know, losing my grandparents at this mm-hmm. point right now. You know, losing my grandparents, oh, yeah. who were the most, you know, influential people in my life, and I just, and mm-hmm. I really, you know, it really, I, I think um, when I was talking to um, Pastor Johnson and Pastor Glass, I think. Um, they they were telling me, you know, even though it was sad for me, then you know, just you know, it's been five months since my grandmother passed, and it's been like uh-huh. a it's been like a year and a couple of months since my granddad passed, and um, yes, when I when I think of them now, and I sit here and I think about them, it's not the same type of grief, you know what I'm saying? I'm able to uh-huh. process it and understand that that, you know, they in a better place. I thought I would never be yes. there. You know, okay. that was that was one of my biggest fears. I thought I would never be there. If lose, I thought I would lose my mind losing my grandparents because they were like my parents. Yes. So uh, what okay. about you? Uh, let's see. When I think of the greatest achievements, uh, definitely – uh, give my life over to the Lord because you know what? I never thought that I would be one that God would utilize as a, a vessel to bring forth His Word. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought I would have that 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 uh, honor to be utilized that way. Mm-hmm. And after that would be the uh, birth of my daughter because you know okay. I'm an yeah. older dad and I never thought that uh, I would have a, a child. So those, yeah. those those that's just awesome. And those are the uh, blessings of my mm-hmm. life, you know. And they go uh, to be a man of God is is to be a great example for my daughter to look upon and see yeah. see how I yeah. operate on a yeah. daily basis, you know. Then yeah. with the uh, dad, it's not just a name, but it's a, a, a title, but it's also an honor and a responsibility yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's right. That comes right after being a man of God, you know. Mm-hmm. Those two things keep you focused on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, let's see. As far as uh, anything, as far as a disappointment, um, I guess I would have said it at one time my uh, some business failures or. Yeah. Failure to uh, receive my degree when I was in, in, in college, mm-hmm. but as I look upon those things uh, right now, I, I, I got my business together. Now I'm going forward with that, 
and the degree that I thought I needed, I found out I don't I don't need that because God has already gifted me with the knowledge mm-hmm. to go forth with the things that I'm doing, you know. Amen. Yeah. And so sometimes even even our so called failures are actually achievements because if you don't if you don't fail, you will never achieve because you won't know the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. So you have to fail in order to to achieve because your failure gives you growth. Right, right. You know, right. that that's that's how that comes about. So just just continuing to live each and every day with the pursuit of the uh God's kingdom. That allows mm. us to get through each and everything that comes our way. Right. And when right. we get to that, that thing there, man, that's that's a great place to be. So I just thank God that he has utilized me in, in that realm. Right. You know, and, and if I could just continue to share that with, with any and everybody, that that's what makes the difference. That, that, you know, and, and it's like what you said about uh, patience and uh, short fuses and yeah. all those things, man. He used to have that too. And it's funny because you mentioned a, a McDonald experience. I had one man, the day before yesterday. I was in line. I had put a uh, mobile order in. Yeah. And I uh, pulled in line at the McDonald's. It wasn't that long, surprisingly. So mm. the thing comes up, I give my code to the lady. And it's telling me on the phone, you are here. Give them your code. So I give them this code for my order. And she says, uh, no, sir, we don't have it. And I <laughs> said, okay, you don't have the the code number H481 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They said, no, sir, I'm telling you, we don't have it. I said, mm-hmm. hmm. I said, I'll just uh, give it an address. Is this the McDonald's at such and such? I said, she said, yes. I said, well, it says right here. It's here. I'm like, this mm. is McDonald's system, not mine. And she mm. said, oh, I see it right now. Okay, pull around. So I pull around to the cashier <laughs> and uh, tell her what my order number was, and she can't find it. She said, I have a uh, DoorDash, da-da-da-da-da. I said, no, that's not it. So I don't say, I said, you know what? Never mind. That's okay. No, I just, whatever. I just pulled out a line and went home. It fixed me a lunch that was better because you know what? God was telling me I didn't need that fast food anyway. Right, right, right. I'm trying to lose this COVID weight. So I was like, oh, I guess right. I didn't need it anyway. But before right. I would argue about it, no, look, she had it. Not, not. Nope, I just got out of line. Let everybody else deal with it. I'm gone. And, and, and let, and let me That's tell how you, we have to learn not to sweat the small stuff. Right, right. And let me tell you, even with with you know when you, when you take a a, a a spiritual approach to things you know uh what what's the um verse um Romans 8:28 he said uh, we know that all things work for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose and when you, yeah. when, you take, when you take that the kind of approach like that let me tell you what happened positive behind my situation because you know mm-hmm. I you know, of course, you know, I, I give, I give my, I give, you know, I do have my money, but you know, my, my checks sometimes, you know, it'd be them times when you be le- living month to month on your checks and stuff like right, that. Right, right, yeah, so, sir. So I had like, I had about sixty dollars in my account until I, I got paid, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so um, I put the order. My order came to like. Twenty something dollars, right? It came uh-huh. to like twenty, twenty, almost thirty dollars. The order, okay. And and so I told you, it, it she could only she only swiped it for like it was a, it wasn't even half it was over half but it was like a five dollar uh, difference that I still owed. And so okay. I had I had money in my wallet, so I paid the. Me not going with the double swipe, and I gave her the money, saved me because my gym fee came out, and it was like $39, oh, $39 and I would have overdraft. Oh, right, right, so, I see. So, so it it saved me from, you know, doing, from, from, I was like, whoa, thank you, Lord. I just, you know, I, I just know, thank that's you. right. Yeah, I just think of that because you know Comerica, boy, they don't spare you with that. If you if you overdraft a dollar, you gotta pay thirty dollars. You know, uh, 
I know, man. Right, right. Yeah. So it, it kind of it kind of worked out for my good. So I was like, man, you know. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Do you is there anything let me in in your life right now when you think of like uh, your your good your good achievements your your failures and stuff like that? Is it anything that you regret? Like in your life, is there any regret thing? Because I know a lot of people say, you know, I heard an old man told me that that you shouldn't regret nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, we have people have regrets because we made yeah. mistakes in our lives, and we kind of, mm-hmm. you know. But even though we, you know, we ask God for forgiveness and and all that, we move on. But is there any regrets that you? that you see that they I ain't gonna say haunt you because we move on when we repent. Yeah. Yeah. Um don't you know, like I said, I go through that school too of that everything that happens in your life is for a person for a purpose to get mm-hmm. you where you are today. Mm-hmm. But my mm-hmm. only regret is if I can, if I had one my regret would have been that uh I hope that my my dad realized just how much he meant to me before he, mm-hmm. he passed. Yeah, uh, that's my regret. I want to make that clearer, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I appreciate every each and everything that he had done for me while he was here. Mm-hmm. That that you, that would be it. You know, and and sometimes you know when you we me and my wife we often go through these. Uh, these case in point scenarios and, and and we always say that if history was altered that mm-hmm. your life might have took a different turn like right one of the things that I I think back on is um when I was in high school I used to write for the school paper and mm-hmm. I was I was so good at it my um my journalism teacher was—he wanted me to take uh, um, a scholarship to Wayne State, but I wanted to get away okay. from Detroit, and I and okay. I turned the scholarship down, and I ended up going to Northwood University in Midland, Michigan, and okay. uh, I, I went up there and and I ended up going into advertising and really didn't like it. Okay. And and I, and I felt like that was a missed opportunity, but now okay. that now that I look back, I look back on it, you know, uh, I, I met some, I met some people. Even the guy I do my podcast with, that was my college roommate. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, okay, that, that's my college roommate, and I still have friends from college. I wouldn't have met mm-hmm. none of them who are kind of like like real impactful in my life and, you know, and just the path that I took to meet my wife, you know, it probably would have been different Mm -hmm. because at that time, you know, I was, um, I had a chance to, uh, go to, go to the army, but at the time desert storm was hit, was hidden. And, um, there's so many different paths that I could have took, but I understand, uh, that, my steps were ordered and this is the path that I was supposed to have went down. So I'm thankful. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that. You know, um, I think, um, when we go to, um, achievements, I think, um, and I'm saying this from a different perspective, just, you know, not just overall, I was just, I'm speaking for myself at the time of um of this achievement because I was on a different level. And I always told mm-hmm. uh, everybody, I didn't I'm like you. I didn't picture myself being on this path. Even though my grandmother prophesied this this path for me. She told me uh, uh she said this at my birth. She said that you're gonna be a man of God, you're God's chosen vessel. You're gonna preach God's word. Okay. At the time, okay. At the time I didn't see it because I didn't like church. Growing up in church, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I was because we we was in there all the time, and we was 
It was all day, and I hated it. I just wanted to be at home doing what the rest of the guys did, play basketball, watch wrestling, and, you know, and that was, that okay. was just me right during that time, but I, I didn't see it. And at the time, like, growing up, growing up, when I grew up, I wanted to be a rapper. And I think okay. at that time, one of the greatest uh, achievements that I that I had was I got a chance to open up for uh, Public Enemy, you know, I got a chance to mm-hmm. uh, to open up for them, and I got a chance to open up for Master P before. So it was okay. It was, okay. So it was one of the um, it was one of those great uh, achievements that I that I got a chance to do, and it was you know it was it was really a great thing. Then we then I got a chance to meet uh, we me and my boy got a manager, and I got a chance to meet the last poet. Oh, for real? Oh, man, those are my guys, man. Yeah, I got a chance to wow. beat the last boys. Yep. Kicked it with them. Yeah, those, those, man, that stuff yeah. was deep. I, I, that's what I was writing. <laughs> that's what, that's, they inspired me to write. Yeah, yep, I got a chance to yep. beat the last yep. boys. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. Definitely, man, I, I yep. was it. Related to what? All those things, man, related to what? White man's got a God complex, all that, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Those guys inspired me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I think uh, I I just think um, I when I can't really call it that. I think I'm a, I'm a I'm different on that. I'm not gonna call it failure. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not even gonna, right. I'm not even gonna use the word failure because we you know no. we write where we supposed to be. You know. Yeah. When you, yeah. We write where we supposed to be. So definitely yep. that. God's path is is, is is different from our path, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we we had we we thought we knew where we was going, but no, he already knew. Right, 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 right. So it is it, it, definitely it's definitely that. But that was like one of my because I often think like where would my where would I be right now if I would have mm-hmm. if I would would have made this turn or made that turn? You know what I'm saying? Right, and my, right. My wife. Yes, my wife always say this. She said, "She said I don't want to change nothing." She said because uh-huh. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have my kid. I probably wouldn't have my kids or the husband that I have. And so I was like, "Right." And I had to think about that. Like, wow, you know, yeah, you you right, uh-huh. you right. So it's it's, it's something, something different. Like I said, a lot of things happen. You know, I even think about um, uh, some of the things. Like even with my grandfather, you know. And and being uh-huh. able to and being able to continue his legacy of the church he established, and that, that, oh, that man, is, that's awesome. That is, that is the one of the greatest, one of the greatest achievements in my uh-huh. life is to be able to do God's work and continue the legacy of my grandfather. You know, and right. it, 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 I just I really. I'm really am honored and I'm really humbled by that because I didn't even picture that I would be here. You know. Yeah, how about picture. that, man? How about yeah. that? I didn't even picture that I would be here. So it just it, uh-huh. it, when when I look at it and then I because some of the times I used to question like like no, why granddad didn't put work into the building? Why he didn't why he didn't do this? Why he didn't he he didn't do that. But then when I think uh-huh. about when I think about when when David thought he was gonna build the the temple, right? When David thought he but his hands was too dirty. But I ain't saying my grandfather uh-huh. hands were dirty, but but it's just you know somebody else built the temple. So right. Like, so and then if had my grandfather put all that work into the building at the time, and when the building was closed. I probably wouldn't have had a building to come to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm so everything everything worked out for the good. You know? Yes, it did. So, so God has a plan. <laughs> God I, has I, a plan. Yeah, don't he? I'm definitely I'm definitely yes, humble. I'm definitely humbled by that, man. We definitely got we got five uh-huh. minutes. We got five minutes left and and if you want to uh, comment on any of these topics right now that we're talking about, what is your greatest achievement? And 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 what is what is um uh your 
the the happiest moment in your life and what is the the saddest moment in your life or what is your failures? That's if, even if you subscribe to the word failure, you know, because I know if we worship God, there's no failure, you know. So it's it's definitely, you know, um, a, a happy moment. Like I said, I I don't have no complaints uh, in my life, especially when I think about uh, overall, you know, me being blessed with my grandparents all them years. I got to almost mm-hmm. be. 50 and and they still be here. And then I look at people. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, I look at people that never met their grandparents. Right. And then, right. And then to have a grandparents that were people of God and to be raised up under a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, oh man, I I just I I, I think I wake up thanking the Lord all the time like like Lord, thank you cuz I I could have had a crackhead i could have came up in the crackhead house or, or anything right, right. Like that. you know what i'm saying my life could have been so mm-hmm. much worse but but man he just he kept me you know yes how about that right right yeah, yeah. so it's definitely uh uh one of the uh a, a great thing about it and i i just want to say uh uh continue to to rest with god uh sister ethel friend and uh Pastor R.B. friend, thank you for yeah, uh, yeah, following God, God's law and just you know, because like I said, a lot of things, a lot of things uh, happen because uh, my grandfather chose to say yes to God and surrender everything else. You know, um, mm-hmm. of course, you know he coming out of Second Canaan, uh, coming out of Second Canaan, starting his own ministry, and then King of Kings sprung out of out of the salon and then of course mm-hmm. Lord of the Lords has sprung out of King of Kings and it just you know growth. It just showed growth. Yeah. And, and then, you know, even uh another pastor was able to uh start a ministry from Salon too. Um Reverend Guyton started Bethel Hill okay. So I'm 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 thankful, you know, whenever you see growth Whenever you see any type of growth, you know that that God, you know, was involved in it. Amen. Yes, sir. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, man. Yeah, we want to mm-hmm. thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Make sure once again that y'all uh, share this live post and subscribe to the Fat Cat Show Network on YouTube. I want to thank my my fans. Uh, Minister Reed uh, joining me tonight on the Fat Cat Show. I think this is one of the most powerful, impactful shows that I've had thus far. And when you when you think overall uh, of your greatest achievements, your happiness, uh, even your low point, uh, you have to still say thank you, God, because he, even in your worst uh, state God delivered and I think what David David said I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continue yes, and so I'm I'm, th- I'm just thankful that, that God is always in the blessed of this amen uh, you got anything minister before we close up I, I think everything it was, you said it right there I, I was glad to be here tonight and, and uh, take part in the uh, show. It was really refreshing, and I enjoyed the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. But like we said, thank everybody, and rem- be safe. You know, um, continue to pray individually, have your personal devotion, and also pray for each other, and continue to love one another. And, and let's stop all this senseless crime out here, you know, I seen where a, a little boy and his family just got killed and all that. Let's stop yeah. this. You know, this is nonsense. You know, all of this is just nonsense. We gotta, we gotta continue to pray, and we got enough problems in this world with, without all the mm-hmm. killing and stuff. So, if we want the police to stop killing us, we gotta stop killing each other too. So, we we up out of here. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We up out of here once again. 
I want to thank my cousin, Minister Reed. Amen. All right. Uh, thanks for having me, cuz. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs>